This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now that we're in the thick of summer, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals to support sunny, active days. Or you might just be looking for a quick meal to heat up for all the big summer pro wrestling shows that you're going to settle in for and watch at home. Well, Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, and they can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track for reaching your goals. If you're too busy with summer plans to cook but want to make sure you're eating well with Factor, skip that extra trip to the grocery store, the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up, and save money compared to delivery. Plus, you don't have to wait around for it, and it's not greasy, fried stuff that's cold by the time you get it. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy and then get back outside to soak up the warm weather or settle in for a good meal while watching wrestling. You can stick to your wellness goals with premium ready-to-eat meals featuring high-quality ingredients. Treat yourself to 34-plus weekly restaurant-quality options like bruschetta shrimp risotto, green goddess chicken, and grilled steakhouse filet mignon ready in just two minutes. There are vegetarian, vegan, and protein-plus options depending on your diet choices. They also feature lunch-to-go options, effortless, wholesome meals like grain bowls and salad toppers that are ready to eat when you're on the go, no microwave required. They also have calorie smart meals with around or less than 500 calories per serving, but the nutrient density will give you the fuel you need to get through the day. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions, source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices, and feature sustainably sourced seafood in their meals. So this July, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door, ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. I am a customer. I love Factor meals. I enjoy picking the meals out from the selection each week and... Looking forward to trying some new things and having some of my Factor favorites. So head to Factor75.com slash Wade50 or use code Wade50 to get 50% off. That's code Wade50 at Factor75.com slash Wade50 to get 50% off. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Now, PW Torch brings you the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Post Show. Uh, well, Andrew Sochek, I'm sure you know there's nothing really to discuss today. It's kind of a low-key Saturday. Not much going on. Nobody was fired. There were no big you know, uproars in the wrestling world. It's not a busy night at all. Like There's two shows on. It's a pretty quiet Saturday evening here in the month of September, right? I think so, yeah. Uh, so we'll probably just do like a five-minute show tonight, I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's it. In and out. In and out quick. Uh, for those of you who don't know us, uh, I'm Mike McMahon with Andrew Socek. We host the uh, Monday uh, PW Torch Daily Cast on AEW at the moment. Uh, we're filling in tonight for Wade. Wade's covering payback. Of course, WWE is a pay-per-view going on at the same time as this collision show for AEW. Uh, but we're going to talk AEW collision and, of course, CM Punk for probably the next hour or so tonight. Uh, this show, we're filling in, and this was kind of an unscheduled show, uh, but with everything that happened today, uh, we, of course, felt at the torch that it was necessary <laughs> to, to probably do a show on what will be probably one of the more newsworthy nights of the year uh newsworthy weekends of the year anyway uh if you wanted to join us 347-215-8558 is the number 347-215-8558 uh andrew we'll start with punk of course that was the big news we'll get to the show and just how they've kind of built all out as well but let's start with punk because that was kind of obviously the biggest news of the day uh you texted me you were the one that told me the news i didn't even know that it had happened until i saw your text earlier today uh what was your what was your initial reaction when you saw that cm punk was fired uh you know i i must say i was pretty shocked um i mean it obviously i think makes sense <laughs> you know you can't like beat up a co-worker twice uh within the, the span of a year uh but i didn't think tony khan would uh, i thought i thought punk was too valuable to the company you know they got that big uh you know tv negotiations right uh coming up and i, I just figured like tony khan was gonna let this slide again 
Uh, but we found out tonight, I mean, and um, we'll get into it more, but like when he said he thought his like life was, uh, you know, threatened, that's a, that's a whole other level of seriousness that, that I didn't <laughs> yeah. think was there. I mean, I kind of chuckled at it because, you know, he doesn't feel like his life is threatened with the guy who, you know, pulled a gun on somebody in a traffic jam a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> uh, but, you know, there was a backstage scuffle and he feels like his life was threatened. I, I Look, I, I thought Tony probably was better off just not speaking. Like I, I, I applaud him for wanting to be out in front of it. I guess, yeah. um, but he's so awkward in those moments that he may have been better off just keeping his mouth shut. <laughs> because like you feared for your life, what? Because there was a fight going on backstage, and that's what leads me to believe too. By the way, I don't think CM Punk was fired for getting into an altercation with Jack Perry. The reports were out there, including with from Wade, that there was a an issue, or a, that there was some sort of interaction between Punk and, and Tony. I think he was fired for that. Yeah, I, I, if he lunged at Tony Khan, that's why he was fired. Uh, because I, I think if it was just Perry, if it was just him and Jack Perry, I, I think that he would have been suspended. They, they both would have remained suspended, and we would have seen what what happened. But I, I don't think he would have been fired less than a week later if it was just him getting into a fight with Jack Perry backstage. I think he was fired for lunging at Tony. And I think that was Tony's way of acknowledging that. Yeah. I mean, and I, I think, uh, I feel that there's going to be some footage of this coming out. And I think maybe Tony wanted to get ahead of that. It's pure speculation on my part, but from what I've read is that, uh, Wembley has cameras everywhere. So there's yeah. some sort of footage of this. Uh, and it's very possible it'll come out. And if it shows Punk like losing his mind and beating up Perry and lunging at Tony, like you have to get ahead of that and, and let him go. Um, so I'm assuming it's worse than I originally thought. But I'm also with you. If it was just him choking out Jungle Boy, you know, getting a little scuffle, having to be pulled apart, probably not a huge deal. Uh, probably not a fireable offense from Tony. But the fact that he may have, you know, somebody, uh, uh, you know. Punk, not the toughest guy at the world, but Tony's not very big, so Punk, like, you know, lunging at him probably did scare him a bit, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, and the reporting was out there earlier in the week that a lot of people thought that Perry was going to be, was going to face the brunt of the yeah. discipline. And I think that's true if it was just that interaction, mm-hmm. right? Because I think if, if, if you're Tony, if you're AEW, it's really easy to say, well, look, like Jack instigated the whole thing with what he said in the first place. He went into business for himself, said an inflammatory comment about a guy that he knows is going to fly off the handle with an inflammatory comment. And also like, and then it comes backstage and goes, Oh, I was just trying to get heel heat. Uh, in, in what way? By, you know, by disrespecting the guy that, you know, a large chunk of the fan base doesn't like, that's going to get you heel heat. Come on. Like, I, Jack Perry just wanted to go into business for himself and make a point because he's a child, and that's what he did. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and it, 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 CN Punk cannot attack the guy backstage when that happens. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that that makes it okay, but right. I, I think if it was just that incident, then it would make sense that they would both be disciplined, but Perry would probably face 
the stiffer of the discipline. But if it goes one step further and then Punks takes a swing at Tony or shoves Tony or or does whatever, you know that that brings it to another level, and that's a completely different situation. I, I almost think they're handling it and looking at it as two separate incidents. There was the incident between Perry and Punk, and then there was the incident between Punk and Tony. And I, and I think the incident between Punk and Tony is why here on September 2nd, 2023, he finds himself fired. Yeah, and it sounds like Punk was already riled up when he got to the building anyway. He was pissed off about his travel accommodations, um, even though he's a millionaire <laughs> many times over and could have just like got a, a taxi to where he needed to go. But uh, it seemed like he purposely wanted to kind of like stew in his anger. Um, and so he was already in a really bad mood when he got out there. And yeah, it's, I mean, incredibly stupid of, of Jack Perry to do that. As soon as he said that, I was like, oh, man, that's not going to go well. Uh, I didn't think it would go this poorly. But um, yeah, a stupid thing that he said that like just had major ramifications. And, you know, you can't obviously blame it all on, you know, Jungle Boy. But uh you know, had that not happened, what would have tonight been like? You know, it could have been like a <laughs> we'd be looking at Punk versus Ricky Starks, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't know what else. I mean, look, I think Tony has a lot more steps to take, too, if, if he wants to get control of his locker room back. I mean, the other thing that, that is part of this is he has created an atmosphere within his company where guys feel empowered to just do what they want and think they're not going to face repercussion. Like Jack Perry said what he said because he didn't think he was going to get in trouble for it. <laughs> Probably because he figured, I don't know, he has the back of, of the box maybe or like, or whatever, who knows. But yeah. he clearly didn't think he was going to face any discipline from it or else he wouldn't have said it. So, and there's this atmosphere where like guys just kind of do what they want. And we, we've talked about it on our show. I don't know that a lot of people, wrestlers look at Tony and respect him as an authority figure. I think that will change it a bit, at least tonight. Um, I, I do give Tony credit for going out in front of the Chicago crowd and saying, like, hey, I'm sorry if I disappointed you, but, like, this is what happened. Um, agreed. Like, it's totally awkward, like, how he does it. But the fact that he had the guts to do it, like, I, I give him some credit for that and give him some credit for firing Punk and for saying, like, it was my decision. Yeah. Um, I mean, people are still he, he's he's not going to be like a, a total hard ass or anything, I'm assuming. But um, I think it was an important step for him as, a, as an owner tonight. Yeah. And I think he's going to do something with Perry, too. I mean, I, I think. Yes. Yep. And, and I don't know that just suspending him is going to do it. You know, I don't I'm not saying you're going to fire him either, but, you know, he probably needs the way <laughs> I described to somebody earlier tonight. I, he kind of needs like the, the Triple H 1996 treatment where like, look. You're going to come back and you're going to get buried for like six months. And, and then yeah. maybe we'll look at repushing you again. But if he wants to prevent things like this from happening again, and, and they're completely separate incidents, as we've said. Um, but if he wants to prevent, because it's not the first time it's happened. You know, Punk went into business for himself on a promo with Hangman a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Hangman went into business for himself and cut a promo on Punk, which kind of started this whole thing a year and a half ago. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's been multiple instances of guys just going into business for themselves on television. If Tony really wants to put an end to, end to that, you have to take somebody like Jack Perry and say, you know, we're going to come back and we're going to bury you. Like, you're everyone is going to beat you. 
and, and then maybe <laughs> we can one. talk about repushing you again, which is exactly what WWE did to Triple H 30 years ago, uh, you know, when the curtain call happened. But it almost is like, look, he's got to make an example out of somebody. And I don't think yeah. firing Punk is the only example you can make because Punk, again, wasn't fired for going into business on himself for himself on a promo. He was fired for apparently trying to smoke his boss with a punch or whatever. Um, you know, I, I think I'm hopeful that it's maybe Tony's at the point where he's just fed up with this. And it's like, I'm not, I'm not here to be everybody's friend. I'm here to be the boss and Jack, you're going to lose. You're going to lose a lot. And if you don't like it, then quit and go home. I don't care. Like th- that kind of has to be his attitude at this point. Lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Support us on Patreon starting at $4.99. Get these shows ad-free and bonus VIP content. That's $4.99 on Patreon. Patreon.com slash PWTorchVIP. That's Patreon.com slash PWTorchVIP. That is the quickest, cheapest, and easiest way to support us and enjoy these shows with a streamlined listening experience. The Wade Keller Post Shows, Podcasts, and the PW Torch Daily Casts, plus some random VIP bonus content. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. 
But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, Mom and Dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Yeah, and in the past, I would kind of, you know, cut Punk some leniency because it's like, well, he is the biggest star. They do have, you know, there's potentially hundreds of millions of dollars at stake here for signing that contract. Like, I get why Tony is a little bit more lenient on it. It's just like how the world <laughs> works. Jungle Boy doesn't have that. <laughs> he doesn't have that star power. You can make an example out of him. He's not like this amazing talent right now in his career. And I agree. I, I agree. You give him the, uh, the Triple H treatment. Uh, and he, when he comes back, you don't make a huge deal out of it even. You don't say like, hey, I mean, you could go the route of like, hey, I'm the guy that ran punk out at this company and, you know, take shots like that. But I would, no, I would go the other route. Like establish yourself as a leader even further. And just like, hey, Jungle Boy, like you're saying, like you're, uh, you're not going to be in any major programs for a while. So deal with it until you learn to like, until I can learn to trust you. Because yeah. what you did was stupid and obviously caused uh, some huge issues. And, and I also chuckle too at some of the people that are trying to take a victory lap about this. Like it's <laughs> like, like finally, like I told you so or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, fine if that's what you want to do. I mean, if, <laughs> yeah. if if you're a fan of the company and you want them to succeed, this is not a good day, regardless no, of whether or not you like CM Punk. Terrible day. But, yeah, yeah. You know, and and I just. I, I was going to bring it up. We weren't able to record last week because I was I was uh, I was tied up. But uh, one of the things that struck me is just hilarious about, and it was more last Sunday than than later on in the week and, and later on today. But the the same people. It just struck me as odd that the same people that a year ago, when you and I were talking about the brawl after All Out, the same people a year ago that were saying, "Well, what did you expect?" Bucks and Kenny to do like they were called out of course they went and hunted down punk and went into his locker room those are the same people that said last Sunday well yeah Perry said something but punk just should have you know let it slide like you just you can't win with some people there's a strong segment of the AEW audience that just hates CM Punk because they're in love with the young bucks and the young bucks hate CM Punk And, and that's just that is what it is right um I I think that's foolish but they're, they they are dealing with a segment of their audience that's definitely in that camp. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just a bad combination. <laughs> it was just a bad combination. I mean, uh, you know, Punk had Punk had everything. He could have had the greatest like feel good story, uh, you know, over the past couple of years. But he couldn't get along with the Young Bucks. Young Bucks couldn't get along with him. No side was completely blameless. Um, Punk obviously was the one who got physical on multiple occasions. Like we said last year, like. He shouldn't have fought, um, but also the Young Bucks shouldn't have confronted him. Same thing this time, like Punk should not have confronted uh, Jungle Boy. There was another time and place to do that, not before the first match of the biggest yeah. uh, pay-per-view in the company's history. That was idiotic on Punk's part as well. Yeah, I, and I just, I, I got not to beat a dead horse here, but I just don't think that, you know, there's, I think, a segment of, of the audience that is happy with what happened today. Like, they look at today's victory. Which I don't think it was a victory for the company as a whole. No. Um, and also, you, you know, almost want to celebrate Jack Perry. And, and like, he's their hero now. And it's like, no, he, he still went into business for himself. You can't do that. Not if you're trying to run a company. No. <coughs> yeah. I spe- 
Oh. Oh, I think you're on mute. <laughs> How are you going to... <laughs> um, yeah, especially if this, like, affects the, the money that they have coming in in the future. Uh, if they get, like, you know, if, if the ratings on Collision start going down, and that could potentially cost them tens to hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, what they're doing... Like, if those ratings go down enough, um, it could be a massive, massive financial hit, like, sparked by what Jungle Boy did. Again, he's not like the main like thing here. Like Punk shouldn't have done what he did, but yeah, it's it's potentially financially uh, terrible for what happened. And then we kind of got to it at the very beginning. But wh- what did you think of of Tony's comments? Like I said, I I applaud him for getting out in front of the people and saying it. I guess, mm. uh, but it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't delivered very well. I, I think he's going to end up getting mocked for how he delivered it and what he said. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's it's tough to say. I, and I was reading it like I did. I spent a lot of time tonight just like reading through message boards and Reddit and checking out the torch and different websites to read through it. So I was like half paying attention to the actual show tonight. But a lot of people are like making fun of him because of the whole line of that he was scared for his life. And I don't want to do that because I don't. I don't know how he felt. Like I can't say how he felt and you know. Maybe the footage will come out and, and Punk was like really close to him and about to hit him. Like, obviously, he probably wasn't going to die, but I don't like, you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure he was scared. Uh, but I think he unless he truly, truly did think he was going to die, he should have maybe left that out just, just to like, avoid some out. of that. Yeah, well, yeah, I'll leave that one out Fear for your safety. Like, OK, yeah, no, no, this, yeah, I would have. A hundred percent. Like I was, uh, it's, you know, and of course you should, you shouldn't like fear for your safety in your job, your own job. I've never had to like deal with anything like that yeah. with a coworker, but um, yeah, I would have probably done another take. He uh, also cut that in front of the live crowd too. It was not on TV. Yeah. Uh, there were parts where it seemed like he was booed during that. There were parts where he was cheered during that. But again, I mean, again, he put himself out there. You know, I can't say that he tried to hide from it. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably uh, the bravest thing he's done on, on TV, I guess. Um, but it, by the, it seems to have worked because by the end of it, he was getting some cheers. He get, he did get booed a lot at the beginning, but by the end, there were people who seemed receptive to him. And there yeah. weren't, su- surprisingly, unless I missed it, there were not a lot of like big CM Punk chants. Like I caught one at the very end. The very end when the box came out is really the one that I heard, yeah. Yeah, but this crowd was like nowhere near as mad as I thought they would be about it. And maybe that was part of the strategy too, was let them get that out before we go on the air and let them yell it at Tony and then they're not yelling it when the, when the lights go on. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. But, uh, and then (laughs) we'll get to some phone calls of course in a minute here as well. I, I see people starting to get lined up. Um, they did the rest of the build all out. (laughs) What between Wednesday and and tonight, what, what do you think of the job they've done to try to build up this card uh d minus might be generous um i i'm i will admit i'm more intrigued than i was earlier today just due to the fact that danielson will be there but um by far the least i've ever looked forward to one of their pay-per-views if i was not co-hosting the show i would not order the show 100 percent. yeah yeah i mean i came away from wednesday being like wow they just punted on this show <laughs> you know it, and it's supposed to be their biggest pay-per-view of the year i mean if all out is their wrestlemania double or nothing's their SummerSlam. like that's kind of the way it's been established and set up for a while mm-hmm. um and uh, 
do you think at WrestleMania the WWE would have Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa in a tag match against uh, <laughs> oh Chad Gable God. and Otis? Like, is that what they would do? No, because that's insane. Uh, uh, there's definitely a way you could have had a world championship match in the show. It's supposed to be your biggest pay-per-view of the year. I know you just had a pay-per-view last week. You, there should be a world title match on this show. And considering this is Tony's own words, the biggest week in AEW history – you should not have given MJF this week off. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You're sitting here calling it the biggest week in the history of your company, and you're going to give your world champion the week off because he wants to spend some time in Paris? <laughs> like, again, there's being friends with everybody, and then there's being a boss. Like, you know, you know, MJF, I'll give you a week off, but it can't be this week. We have pay-per-views back-to-back weeks, and you're, and you're going to take the two TVs off in between the two pay-per-views. Those are the ones that you're not going to be on the show? Like, I just thought that was a poor decision. That was a bad decision. Um, the announcement. So I was listening to Wade show of talking about uh, Dynamite and they, he went over like the spoilers of what happened on Rampage. And when he was talking with the caller of like who won that battle royal and when it, they, they said Dark Order, I like literally out loud went, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I legit la- laugh out. I LOL'd legitimately. Like I actually laughed out loud. Yeah, I am still like stunned that that is a match. It, I, I want to say no disrespect to those guys, but you know a little bit. Of, <laughs> they, they're not in MJF and Cole's league, and like you're taking this hot storyline and having them face basically lo- you know high level jobbers. People and that's that, the thing; it's no offense to them. It's just that's the way they've been booked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's it's like mind boggling that they would do that. Like I was before that, I was really down on the Shane Taylor match because he has never appeared on AEW TV and you're putting him up against Joe. And I'm like, I have no idea who this guy is, you know? And I was, and then they announced this match. I'm like, Oh wow. That's, I mean, that would not main event a dynamite. I don't no. think dark order versus. No. Yeah, no, it, it might be the 9 PM match. It might be the crossover match. Might be that. You yeah. know, and it's crazy to me. Like that's the decision you, again, you want to put him in a tag match. Fine. But against that, like, put him in a re- do a rematch with Aussie Open if that's yeah, what you're going to do. Yes, they just lost the titles. That makes more sense. Put him in there with with the Hardys if you want to. Some yeah. sort of a, like, the Dark Order, like you said. I mean, these guys have been upper level job guys for. And no offense, that's just how they've been booked for a long period of time. And, and that's the match you're going to go with that your world champion is going to be in on the biggest pay per view of the year. I theoretically, you know. You could make the argument that last week was bigger, and and I would make that argument. But traditionally, this has been your biggest show of the year. And really, until Wednesday, there were three matches booked. And I get it. They had a pay-per-view last week. But it's not like anyone forced them to do that. Like, they booked those shows. (laughs) I'm not going to cut them any slack on, well, they had two shows back-to-back weeks. What do you want them to do? Uh, Not book (laughs) pay-per-views on back-to-back weekends. Last time I checked, nobody held a gun to Tony's head and say, hey, you got to do pay-per-views on back-to-back weekends. Like, you cannot book the shows that way. And and apparently, they're going to do the same thing next year, too. Next year, yeah. Space it out. If you're married to, to All In at the end of August, fine. Have All Out at the end of September. You don't need to do it Labor Day weekend. Guess what? You've, they've barely sold tickets this year. Like, it's not like it's this big demand and a big draw right now. Not for, not with the setup that they've had. You know, they're having trouble selling tickets domestically to every show, this weekend included. Yep. So you're you're telling me if you hold it a different weekend other than Labor Day weekend, it's going to be this big cost? What, just for the for the sake of tradition? Come on, like, just, there's a reason why back-to-back pay-per-view week uh, weekends has only happened once. 
It was 35 years ago, and then it was never done again because it's an awful idea. <laughs> lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. VIP sale alert. We're running a sale going into All In and All Out as we conclude the summer. And you can get $9 off any VIP subscription, which brings a one-month subscription down to just $0.99. Cents. Just go to pwtorch.com slash govip. Choose a traditional VIP membership, so don't do a Patreon membership because a coupon code does not work on Patreon. And you have a choice between three coupon codes. If you think MJF is going to come out of All In as a heel, use coupon code MJF. If you think Adam Cole is going to come out of the uh, All In event as a heel, choose coupon code COLE, C-O-L-E. But if you think they're going to remain friends coming out of All In, then use coupon code FRIENDS. So the choices are MJF, FRIENDS, or COLE. And when you enter that coupon code, it'll activate $9 off a one-month, three-month, or one-year subscription. Again, it's a grand total of $9 off, so it'll bring a a year subscription down to uh, $90 or a one-month sub down to $0.99. PWTorch.com slash GoVIP. That will include our all-in post-event VIP exclusive roundtable on Sunday. It'll include the all-out post-event roundtable a week from this weekend. And you can also catch up on our VIP-exclusive SummerSlam Roundtable. Plus, you get all our free shows with the ads and plugs removed and a ton of other content. And that also includes my 40-minute Keller conversation, VIP-exclusive, with Sean Waltman this week talking about Terry Funk, who he wrestled 10 years ago, by the way, at an indie show and uh, also uh, was uh, on shows with him early in his career and grew up a fan of his. So again, that's pwtorch.com slash govip. And then enter coupon code MJF if you think he's turning heel. Cole, if you think he's turning heel, or friends, if you think they stay friends. Yeah, I was I was a bit uh, surprised that he said that. I mean, uh, Tony was like teasing that it won't be on pay per view. I'm guessing you know by then it'll be on uh, Max, but still, it, it's still you're you're weakening the cards by having them like split up like that, and like. Sorry to say it, they're not as big as WWE. You can't do like WrestleMania. You know, they've gotten to the point where they can do WrestleMania two nights in a row, have the star power, have the celebrities, have the, you know, everything going for them and make it feel like a huge deal. But AEW obviously cannot do that two weeks in a row. Uh, they, they pulled it off with Wembley and they failed pretty badly with this one. Yeah. And some of the, the segments, even on tonight's show, were just a little clunky. I mean, the Rodman thing was a mess. Um, oh, oh, that was... Just an aside, but like Jared and Rodman were never in the NWO together. No. <laughs> but, so they're playing off a of WCW history, but they're getting the history wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was just like Rodman didn't even seem like to, he knew what he was doing out there. And then. Oh, no, he's just making noises. Jared interrupted him and was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're going to be in their corner. It's like, what? When did he say anything about being in their corner? What are you talking about? It was and, rushed in so bad. Yeah. yeah. And then even earlier in the night, I like Ricky Steamboat, but. Oh, he's not good. I had no idea what was happening. Not a clue. And and the announcers didn't even do a good job of being like, oh, look at it. It says the dragon on the contract. <laughs> I assume that's what it said. It, yeah. As they were moving in that direction, I'm like, oh, I bet it just says the dragon on it. But like, 
no one seemed to know. He uh, he seemed to like flub his lines. He didn't. He didn't. He was like, they call me the dragon. You know, I'm the dragon. It, yeah, but it, was, he, like, it wasn't good. It was it was bad delivery. Unfortunately, um, I I kind of I figured that's where they were headed, but and that was a clunky segment. Um, had the stuff with the uh, the acclaimed I didn't think was good tonight. Um, yeah, probably a, the weakest collision so far as well. And then. Uh... I'm not even exaggerating. I think when I say 10 backstage promos, um, somewhere in that range, it felt like everybody was doing, they were probably recorded the other night, but orange Cassidy and Moxley each did one. Samoa Joe did one. They got Ricky Starks leaving with oh, yeah. the Statlander thing with Ruby Soho. Uh, I'm sure there were more. Those are the ones I can think of off the top of my head. But it was just like, oh, Adam Cole was another one. Adam Cole, yeah. It was just a lot of pre-recorded backstage stuff, which is, I mean, I guess it's fine if you're trying to sell to a pay-per-view and bring it to a, you know, you're trying to use this as a go-home show to a pay-per-view tomorrow night. But, like, there were times, like, there were long stretches of this collision show where instead of feeling like an episode of, of a wrestling show, it felt like, What's airing right now? Like that the uh, countdown to All Out, like where they just kind of air video packages and <laughs> oh yeah, like that's kind. There were periods of this collision tonight where it's like, is that what I'm watching? Because it's just backstage promos. Nothing's happening in front of the crowd, and it's all stuff that you know was taped Wednesday. And it just, I, I thought they could have done a better job considering everybody's in Chicago. Yeah, and you were talking about MJF before, but like. You know, if if they gave him the week off for whatever reason, or he, or he's sick, I don't know. Well, I'm guessing he's not sick because he's got to be there tomorrow. But like, <gasps> why would you not put Adam Cole in front of the crowd and like cut this promo? You know, give them a little something uh, and, and hype up and, and try to hype up that match as much as you can. But instead, he's just like reading off a text message. It's goofy. Um, it, the only thing I enjoyed tonight, I think, was like Moxley's promo and, and Orange Cassidy's promo, who I've been very harsh on, but yes, I, I, agree. I thought he did a good job. Yeah. We we should applaud Orange Cassidy, or at least I should. I think you agree with me from what you just said, though. Um, I came away from Wednesday night, and, and it was like, what, a 30-second yes. promo that he cut? Yep. I was interested in Orange Cassidy for the first time on Wednesday. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the same way. Yeah, yeah. I, I was more into to him than I probably have at any point. Yep. Uh, and it goes to show like what you can do with just a little bit of character N- and not three and a half years of wrestling with his hands in his pockets. Like just let him say something. It doesn't have to be funny. It doesn't have to be cute. Let him just go out there and talk and explain why he wants to win and what his goals are and, and show a little bit of fire. And I, and you can still be a little cute with it too. Yeah. Like I yeah. don't have a catchphrase. Like that's fine. Like that mm-hmm. is totally fine. Uh, if, if that's how he's going to end his promos, but for the first time, Ever, I was interested in Orange Cassidy on Wednesday. I am with you. I, I maybe I'm just like annoyed in general with the product, but it just seems so goofy lately. And so Orange Cassidy of all people being serious stands out, and it made the show better. <laughs> so if they could make this show more serious at places. Uh, I think it would have a, a good impact. All right, phone calls. We're going to get to them right now. Three four seven two one five eight five five eight. Uh, seven two four. You're first to join us tonight. Seven two four. What's on your mind? Hey guys, uh, thanks. Uh, this is Chris from Fairview, Pennsylvania. Uh, just wanted to, I guess, applaud you two for covering this on the fly when it comes to this kind of massive breaking news and 
the fact that it was overshadowing pretty much the entire show. I, I really don't know how any of the storylines or any of these characters are doing anything moving into the pay-per-view tomorrow. Um, this is really all anybody's talking about, even in addition to the payback pay-per-view tonight. Um, I guess the first main question I had for both of you was, do you think when considering this news, is the locker room past the point of no return, just based on how it's been managed over the last few years? And given you've eliminated Punk, maybe hoping that it'll stabilize, but you still have Jack Perry there. You still have, um, you know, the elite, the young bucks and that level of maturity. I really don't know how Tony with this decision is going to bring everybody back to a baseline and I guess move forward. Uh, I, I guess I just don't see it. Um, what do you think of the locker room morale? at this point with the CM Punk firing news. Yeah, I think it's going to be hard. Um, Andrew, I think the biggest thing, like, I kind of go back and look at it like, look, Tony owns an NFL team too, right, or his family does. So Mm -hmm. in the NFL, you have captains, right? Like, what he really needs are some captains to kind of step up and be leaders of the locker room. And, And it sounds like, I think I read something earlier today, that they anticipate the soft roster split to to maybe end coming mm-hmm. up here soon which is fine like as long as i don't think you want to overexpose people and have them on both shows in a given week but you could have okay this guy's on collision this week and then he's going to be on dynamite next week and you could do stuff like that we talked about that but i think what you need is you need three or four guys that you can look to and be like all right these are the captains of my locker room type of guy and if there's issues in the locker room they they go to the, that leadership core and if it's something they can't handle, then they bring it to Tony. The problem with that is, in my opinion, Andrew, is you've you've empowered them with their titles and the Bucks. And Kenny being part of that is, I think, is is fine because I think Kenny's a mature adult. You've also empowered the Bucks to be part of that, and that's where I, I think this plan that I'm talking about would fail because mm-hmm. I just don't think that they're mature enough to to really handle it. You know, I think that you're, you'd want to look at guys like, I think Kenny would be fine, but I think you want to look at guys like Kenny, you want to look at guys like Danielson, you want to look at guys like Samoa Joe, who reportedly was fantastic oh. in yep. the aftermath of everything last week and, and kind of settled everybody down. You want to have a, a, a three or four kind of crew of veterans, right, where you look at them and go, this, these are our captains. If there's issues in the locker room, you go to them. If they can't handle it, they come to me. Kind of like how it works in, in a pro sport locker room but the issue with that like i said is given their titles and everything else the bucks would be i think in that mix and i don't know if they're individuals that i would want leading my locker room you know what i mean i i just don't think yeah. it's, it's their role andrew i don't know if you agree or disagree uh no i agree with that i don't think the bucks would be those guys who could do that i think moxley joe like you said Danielson and apparently Jericho is supposedly good at that. Although maybe that's just him saying that. (laughs) Um, No, but he's another one. Like he's again, like that's a guy that you would kind of look at and go, all right, he's one of the captains of my locker room type of thing. Yeah. I'm probably more optimistic that things will improve just because I don't think they could get much worse. I think there's probably a lot of like, I told you so like this was going to happen with punk. Like his ego was going to get the best of him. But I think Tony probably has some like, fences to mend as well because like imagine like you know 
John Moxley lost to Punk. He, you know, he kind of stepped aside when Punk came in. And basically Moxley was saying, like, hey, enjoy CM Punk because he's not going to be here long. Like, fragile mind, fragile ego, fragile body. And it turned out to be right. Uh, and Moxley's still here. So hopefully, like, Tony leans more on him um, and, and Danielson especially. Because he also said, too, like, if something happens to me, like, Danielson should run this company, something to that effect. Yes. So maybe he'll get a bigger chance to help with Collision, and we'll kind of see what he does. And I'm sure he's will have a better environment. While it uh, well, it sounds like he's you know able to keep people in line as well. So um, yeah, I'm probably a, a little more optimistic about it. In 2012, NXT transitioned into the developmental system and ultimately the brand you see today. On the Torch VIP podcast, NXT Eight Years Back, we'll be taking a weekly look at this page in NXT's early history. Join Kelly Wells and me, Tom Stout, from PWT Talks NXT every Saturday as we go eight years back to the day to track NXT's rising talents and why they did or didn't work out, exclusively for PW Torch VIP members. And I think, too, like I said earlier, like, I know he doesn't want to do this, but sometimes when you're the boss, you have to. Like, I think Tony's got to be a little bit of a jerk. And if he, mm-hmm. if he wants to stop the guys going into business for themselves and wants to show, like, I am in control here, I'm the one in charge, he's got to bury Jack Perry. Like, he's just got to <laughs> bury him. And not forever. Like, I'm not right. saying you got to just job him out, you know, till the end of time. But you've got to take six months and have everybody beat this guy and make it known that it's happening because of what he did. Mm-hmm. And Punk got fired for what he did, and Perry's getting jobbed out for what he did. You know, he had this push that was going on, and it got stopped and got kicked to the side, and now he's doing jobs for, you know, QT Marshall. Uh, <laughs> and make it known that that's the reason why. Like, this is why Punk got fired. This is why Perry is happening, what's happening to him. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that sends them a message to the rest of the locker room that, okay, we're just going to kind of fall in line. Like we have some creative liberties here, but we're not going to do anything that is going into business for ourselves because we will face a consequence if we do. Like, right. I, I don't think any, I don't think right now anyone felt they would have faced any consequences for doing that, including Jack Perry, which is why he did it. Like, I, I don't think he felt that he would have faced any consequences for doing what he did on Sunday. No. Yeah. I don't know what was going through his mind or why he thought that was a good idea. But, yeah, I don't think he thought he was going to get in trouble for yeah. it. Uh, anything else, Chris? Uh, thanks, guys, for that response. Um, I guess I'm just wondering how long is it going to be until the Young Bucks get on TV and make some type of passive-aggressive statement or allusion to the firing, <laughs> if that I don't know if their ego will, you know, uh, compel them to do that in the next few weeks. Or oh, I think it happens tomorrow. Kind of <laughs> I was going to say tomorrow. Or if not tonight after the show went off the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, no, I'm with you. That, but that, to answer I, your question, I, I think it definitely happens. It's just a matter of when. So I guess in response to that then, if that does happen, and that's yet another kind of – example of people going into business for themselves for something that has now been resolved or should be resolved. Like Tony has nipped, not nipped this in the bud, but has taken care of this situation and is trying to 
bring the locker room back. If the Young Bucks go into business for themselves, make this statement or whatever they will do, an illusion, will there be any repercussions or should there be any repercussions for anybody in the future going on TV and making a comment about this? Because obviously it's not going to feed into a future storyline. To me, it's going to do nothing but just continue to remind people of this bad drama. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think if I'm Tony, I have a meeting with my talent tomorrow and say, you are never to speak CM Punk's name again, and you're not to allude to him on TV in any way because of that. You know, it, all this all this is going to do is bring up bad memories. It's going to keep the, the whole drama of last weekend alive. Um, and, and again, like the people that are going to want to say something are the people that are going to, that, that were against Punk and are going to want to take a victory lap because of this. And maybe he lets it slide for a week and lets them get it out of their system. But if I'm him, again, this, the tonight or today, the firing of, like, if I'm Tony Khan, the firing of CM Punk today should be the first step in, in him trying to take control over his locker room. And he should absolutely, Make it be known that we are not going to speak of this anymore. We are going to pretend like this no longer exists because it doesn't. It is over with. He is fired. He is gone. We are not going to make comments about it on TV. We are not going to keep it alive. We're not going to do things on social media. We are going to move on. Because at this point, the only purpose it would serve is for people like the Bucks and others who who were on the anti-punk side to take a victory lap about how their side won or whatever. So, yeah, I think, Andrew, I don't know if you agree or not, but I think that tonight, if I'm Tony, I look at today as step one in taking control back of my locker room, and I would make that message clear, abundantly clear. We are not going to speak about this anymore. We're not going to make any sort of uh, hand signal or facial signal or any sort of line on TV about it. We're not going to do anything to acknowledge this and, and it's going to go away eventually it might not be right away but it will go away eventually but we're not going to acknowledge this at all and if you do you will face some sort of repercussion for it i'm not saying you're going to be fired but i think he needs to at some point draw the line in the sand and say i am in control here i am the boss i am not your friend i am the boss and if you don't listen this is what's going to happen yeah, there's no good that can come out of like antagonizing the crowd right now. Uh, you know, the Bucks did that um, before, and they that one match where they they like botched the uh, Hangman's finisher on purpose, like Punk did. The Kenny Omega was biting somebody. Uh, like you can't do that stuff again because there, like then, there was at least a chance in their minds that Punk would come back and they could maybe do something with this. There, that's not happening now. Like. Punk's not coming back, I would imagine, ever <laughs> to AEW. Um, and so, yeah, and to, to bring that up, and, and many, many fans are pissed off right now. And just to, like, uh, there's no reason to antagonize them, because I'm sure some people are just done with AEW. The hardcore, Some hardcore Punk fans are like, hey, he's the reason I'm watching. Uh, you know, other f- fans of his might just not stick around either, and no reason to, like, piss them off. So, yeah, I'm with you that uh, they shouldn't do anything, but I would put my money on the Bucks. We'll do something tomorrow night. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our podcast. Did you know we also have a website? PWTorch.com. Daily news updates, editorials, and my live TV coverage covering Raw, Dynamite, and SmackDown, and my live pay-per-view coverage for WWE and AEW. Create a tab or bookmark, make it a daily stop, visit us throughout the day, every day, to keep up on breaking news and more. That's P wtorch.com
Thanks, guys. Um, not really. Um, I agree with what you have said in the sense that what you actually just said in terms of following AEW, the last few months, just the roller coaster, even going back a year now, with all of these, I guess, immature personalities trying to play a game of one-upsmanship. And, you know, I've been a fan of CM Punk for quite a while now and haven't really been the biggest fan of him in the last few months, given some of his antics. But I also realize that uh, it's it's other parties that are also responsible. And I guess I just don't trust Tony Khan to steer this ship better moving forward because I haven't seen any evidence of it in the last few months going back to a year. Um, I guess my last overall question, and then I'll let you go. Um, do you think, do you think punk is completely blacklisted from wrestling now? Uh, I know in previous shows and I listened to the fix as well, you know, Wade and Todd have talked about, is he potentially doing this? Maybe not on purpose, but is he having this cavalier devil may care attitude of not caring about repercussions here because maybe once he's done with AEW, he now has a path forward to WWE. Do you think he's completely done with wrestling at this point or what are the chances of him heading to WWE? And uh, yeah, that's my last question. And thank you for taking my call. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Um, That's a great question. I don't, I don't think it's zero, Andrew, uh, that I don't think the chances are zero that he goes to WWE. I think there's people in WWE that also don't want him there. However, I think he also, (laughs) I I think if he were to go back to WWE, I think he would have a respect for the order in which things happen there. Like there is a a hierarchy of authority uh, with with WWE and it, and it, Stops with Vince and Triple H. The one thing I noticed, I watched his entire cauliflower, cauliflower alley club uh, speech from this past weekend, or this past week. I think it was like Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. And he was he was complimentary of Triple H. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. yeah. I, found all, I found it telling in a way. Um, I don't know if they want him back. I think if they made an offer to him, I think he would go back in part because I think he's he is spiteful. And I think if he looked at it as a way to go to WWE and, you know, have a top match at WrestleMania and can give a middle finger to the Bucks at the same time and, and Tony for firing him, I think he would want to do that. And, and I don't think he wants this to be his last impression either like i think he wants to do something i don't know that wwe would take him but i think if given the opportunity i think it's something he would entertain and i don't think he would have before this aew experience if that makes sense yeah no yeah i agree with that um i think and i I, and maybe this is just you know we haven't seen this yet or maybe it'll never come out maybe it's not a something we'll ever see it is if like say some footage comes out and it looks really bad like punk is like you know, about to like strangle Tony Khan, this comes out like, no, that could like shoot, you know, that would shoot down any chance of him going to WWE. I think Tony Khan coming out and saying he feared for his life, even if people find that silly, like that's a terrible look for anyone to bring in punk right now, just to, you know, he looks unhinged at the moment. Um, However, like, you know, ever is a long time, as they say, could I, I 
think I don't think we'll see him wrestle uh, in WWE within the next like few years. He's 44, maybe late 40s when you know t- enough time has passed. Maybe he comes in as a manager someday or does some commentary. <sighs> I, I don't know what else he would do. I don't think New Japan would bring him in. I mean, unless like Impact offered him a lot of money to be their star, but I don't think they could probably pay him what he would want. So no, I yeah, I don't think we see Punk involved in wrestling in the next three four years. That's wonder, just my guess. I wonder if WWE would bring him in. You know, even on a short term thing like six months, just to use him a little bit, just they to could, just yeah. to say, hey, look, like. That place down there, they couldn't figure this guy out. They don't know how to manage people, but look at what we did. <laughs> you know, almost kind of a you couldn't make it work. Well, he came here and he fell in line because we're a real company, Pinocchio. And <laughs> we, you know, figured out a way. We know how to manage our people. Like, I could see them doing that almost as a way to take a shot at AEW. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be tempting to bring him in and have him lose to Cody or... Uh, Seth Rollins or or Roman Reigns. There's definitely some money to be made off them, and maybe they could do like an Edge type thing, where he wrestles you know ten, twelve matches a year. Yeah. And they and they could say much like Cody, like, hey, we had this guy, we used him better. This is a more professional environment. He didn't he didn't try. And to- that's the thing. I don't think Punk would behave that way in WWE because I don't. I think he. I, I don't. I think he knows it wouldn't be tolerated. You know, it goes back to the the locker room environment that Tony kind of fosters. Punk was empowered. To, to behave the way that he behaved because his boss empowered him to do that. <laughs> you know, a lot of the, the issues that have happened backstage in AEW is because the, the bosses have empowered the, the talent to behave the way that they do. I don't think that Punk would be empowered to behave that way in WWE, and I think he would know that. So I don't think he would try to get away with what he would try to get away with in AEW. Possibly, yeah. I, on the way out, he was very. He was arguing with like Vince a lot. He was arguing with Triple H. He didn't want to do that Triple H match at WrestleMania. It depends on like whether Hunter can either let that slide for business, or if he's like, hey, you know, I'll bring him in, but he's going to know that I'm the boss <laughs> now, essentially. Or he could just say like, hey, you know, he he may have taken it personally. Like Punk didn't want to wrestle me at WrestleMania. Like screw that guy. Like. He has nowhere else to go. He's not coming in. We're doing just fine without him. So yeah, um, it all I could depends. Take over. I think it all depends on how much of a lesson Triple H took from Vince because there were so yeah. many people that I was like, they'll never come back to WWE. You know, Jeff Jarrett was one, and he was back oh. and was an executive there. Like I, Warrior, and Warrior, Piper, and Piper, Hogan. Hogan. Yeah, all these guys, and it's like. There's oh, how, how many guys has it been like, oh, they're never going to take him back. And then they do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Almost you know, everybody. Uh, yeah. Even like Hall and Nash 20 years ago, like, you know, yeah. they left and started the war and he still took him back. Like he, if he felt like it was the best thing to do for business and he could make some money with a guy, like he would bring anybody back. So I think if, and, and look, Vince reportedly is still, <laughs> still has plenty of influence there. But I, I think there's also a lot of people that, Punk. Oh, and also, what was it? Was it Fox wanted Punk at one point too? Wasn't that a thing? Fox did. Yeah, I think so. And again, uh, I don't know what his relationship is with the Endeavor people. The you know Endeavor's about to own the company, but Punk does a lot of commentary for MMA still, and he does a lot of commentary on shows that are on Fight Pass, which Endeavor owns. So oh, interesting. Like, I, I think there's a, some sort of a relationship there with Endeavor and UFC. Like, there's reasons why i think he could still end up there and, and not full-time and and there's going to be people that he won't work with like 
Seth Rollins made some comments about Punk, and I don't think Punk would want to work with Seth. I don't think Seth want to work with, doesn't want to work with Punk either, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I think you could put Punk in with Roman Reigns. You could put Punk in with Nakamura, Cody. You know that ty- those type of matches. You know McIntyre, like guys like that. And I think there's plenty of guys there that will work with Punk. And if he's only working five or six matches a year, if he's doing like the Edge deal, um, you know, he's not going to be on the show every week anyway. The however, something that just popped in my mind though is like the money might not be there either right now because it it sounds like they wouldn't give Edge what he wanted. Uh, and with the Endeavor purchase, they're probably like you know not making big investments right now. So if Punk comes in, it might have to wait a while, or they may just not give him anywhere near as much as like Tony Khan was offering. Yeah, that could be too. Every Sunday night, catch Wrestling Night in America on PWTorchDailyCast.com, hosted by me, PW Torch columnist Greg Parks. Each week, I'll welcome a co-host from the Torch family to discuss the big shows in pro wrestling, taking your calls and emails. You can listen live most weeks beginning at 8 p.m. Eastern. On Sunday nights with a WWE or Impact pay-per-view, we go on the air at the conclusion of that pay-per-view. You can listen live, but of course the full show is available for download on demand anytime shortly after it airs. Visit PWTorchDailyCast.com and click the live stream link to find the next scheduled live show link. Search PW Torch in Apple Podcasts or your podcast app to subscribe. Wrestling Night in America every Sunday, PWTorchDailyCast.com. Greg in Waterloo, Iowa is up next. Greg, uh, what is on your mind after the collision tonight? Oh, boy. Hello. Can you hear me? We can, yes. Um, oh, perfect. Yeah, so I've got I've got a lot of thoughts. You know, mainly I'll just get out of the way that I'm kind of biased in a uh, pro CM Punk direction. But uh, that aside, I actually was interested in um, talking about the of this pay-per-view card coming up because I think it's interesting coming uh, out of Wednesday and out of tonight um, that I'm of the opinion that this has the chance to be a pretty strong interview show because there's a few of the matches I think are going to be really, really strong. This uh, international title match, which I think is going to be divisive in how it is received, as a lot of those matches are. But then the Omega Takeshita match and this eight-man tag match I think should all be Solid to real, they should, you know, those all should be strong matches. So I think there's a chance the show's going to be really strong, as far, uh, pretty strong as far as in ring goes. But also at the same time, there's, I believe I counted, there's 10 matches on this show. They're going to try to fit 10 matches into three to three and a half hours, and they're not going to have the same crowd for all that. So I wonder, is this maybe, this is maybe too many matches on a show like this at a time where they're in a, uh, in a stretch that is not the greatest for them right now, considering everything that's going on and where they're at for the show? Yeah, I think so. I think they put too many matches on all these shows, Andrew. I don't know if you agree or not, but um, yeah, it's there's a, a, quite a few. There's probably a handful of these matches where it's like they could put this on Dynamite next week and it would be totally fine. Yeah, they they have done a better job because they used to do like 13 matches. Um, I would yeah. St- yeah, I would say 10 is too many. Like easily, Shane Taylor Joe <laughs> doesn't need to be on the show. Uh, yeah, they I would I would say probably two could be cut, and that would probably help. Help with the overall flow. I think eight's a good number. Yeah, I, I think yeah. eight's the number you should shoot for. Yeah, I think and, you know I've uh, I'm actually got the uh, WWE Payback show on here right now as I'm talking to you guys, and they have six matches on this show, and it's going about 
little over three hours. And oh, I mean, to me, I think, well, it's, and, I mean, it's, uh, you'll, I mean, I think a couple of the matches have been like, have stood out over the rest of the card, but, uh, you know, I was thinking like, if you had a couple of less matches on this show, you could, because I feel like this might take some of the time away from the matches that would get more time that could be really good. I mean, like, you know, it's like, uh, are you going is, I mean, she could easily put Omega into cash out for 25 minutes and they could just like really, uh, but I wonder, do you have time to have a match go that long on a show like this? Because it should be a show where like, I guess you could have a few, a few matches should be getting more of the focus than the other matches on the show. Like, you know, the international title match and the eight man tag and the uh, Omega Takeshita match. And, but I wonder, like, uh, I, I just don't know if you have enough time to let everything sink in. And London was different. It was a special environment because of the crowd and everything, but I just don't know if that's enough time to let everything sink in. Uh, maybe I'm overanalyzing this because they're in a unique situation right now, but uh, that's my but I do sense that this show does have a chance to be good enough in ring that like it could uh, really um, end up being a strong show. But the number of matches on the show makes me wonder about that because there are several matches that could really stand out like uh, and could still. But, um, you know, maybe if there were a couple of matches, less matches, these matches that could really stand out would even more possibly. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt going into tomorrow just because. Andrew, you and I haven't had a chance to talk about All In yet either, um, but it was probably one of the oh, yeah. most well-paced shows they've had, I thought. It just it mm-hmm. felt like everything was timed well, and you had moments that were given time to feel like moments, like Soraya winning the belt in front of her hometown, and her family gets in the ring. They didn't rush through it. Like So it last week, I thought, was one of their most well-paced and well-timed shows that maybe they've ever done. So I'm willing to, to give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt going into a show just a week later that they haven't overcrowded this card. But, Andrew, on paper, it does feel like they have overcrowded the card. And and I wonder how much of that was a panic move coming out of last week's show, looking at that card, going like, oh, all we have booked is Chris Statlander and Ruby Soho <laughs> and Powerhouse Hobbs and Miro. Like, yeah. Did Tony sit there at one point and go, I'm putting this on pay-per-view? What am I doing? <laughs> he <laughs> He probably did. He should have thought about this uh, months ago, what he was going to do. So, yeah, I, I think the show, obviously, it should be good. Like, I, they, in my mind, they've still yet to put on a bad pay-per-view. They've all been pretty good to great. So just the in-ring quality should be good. And hopefully, you know, maybe everyone's going to be working extra hard tomorrow just because they know the, you know, they're in a bad spot right now. People are not, you know, this is bad news for them. This is a bad day for them. So maybe they want to get extra motivated and put on a surprisingly good show. So, yeah, as down as I, as I'm not excited uh, for it, just because none of the storylines are doing much for me. But I'm sure when I'm watching it, I'll I'll be enjoying it. Uh, anything else, Greg? Yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll, I'll make make a couple of final points here and then let you go on to somebody else. But uh, first, um, I'm with you guys that like uh, you know I share this. Um, well, uh, more so, Mike, I share this apprehension or suspicion that like Tony Khan might not be up to the challenge in terms of like really effectively handling things in the company i will say like i will say the situation you know he said he had a lot of internal uh people from the outside looking at the situation and uh i mean it my sense is although i do tend to skewer in a pro cm punk direction personally that it must be pretty bad for the for this to uh ended up the way it did and for the announcement and i know it was rough and he clunked it but like to get out there in front and try to address it, I think is kind of, uh, that's, uh, you know, that was 
Yeah, I mean, it must. The situation must be pretty bad, and uh, I am intrigued to see how things continue to go backstage in the locker room. I kind of selfishly hope things continue to be somewhat crazy because I think it's fun to follow. But at the same <laughs> time, you know, you don't want it to be at like the detriment of people who, uh, you know, who aren't or not doing anything wrong, who are just trying to earn a paycheck and all this, and also people who you like and respect in the company. And then also, I guess if there's a silver lining that maybe if he doesn't have to pay CM Punk's salary anymore, like, you know, you could open up the checkbook a little more to a couple of people who are being talked about potentially coming in like Edge or... So maybe there's a bit of a silver lining, but I think, though, uh, short term, like, you know, Collision was in rough shape anyway, and I think that it may still be rough sailing as far as uh, crowds go and everything but i mean it, it will be interesting and by the backstage the backstage behind the scenes environment i could see continuing to be the most interesting part of the show and then also i will say this though before everybody gets too quick to judge and say like all the problems are going to go away the punk's gone let's remember there were like four or five other backstage incidents that happened over the course of like a month after all out i mean all in last year so i mean there's are all out there's still things that could be taking place in terms of uh, potential problem spots there that I think need to be handled well. And also, who knows like how people are going to respond to the punk events. I mean, if he has people in his corner. And then also, like if the style of the show on Saturday that people prefer wrestling on um, changes as well without Tim Punk. I guess we'll see. There's a lot of things that can come out of this. But if I've learned one thing, you can't really predict the future. So I'll leave it at that. Yeah, no, that's for sure. That was a lot of good points. Thanks for the call. All right, that's it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder, too, like you, Andrew, you texted this, this to me earlier. We were like, earlier tonight, what's the point of Collision now? Like, if, <laughs> if Do you think Collision runs the risk without knowing that that's the CM Punk show and that's where you're going to see Punk and it's where you're going to see Joe? Like, if the soft roster split that they have goes away and it becomes a show where, like, yeah, everybody kind of appears on it, but... There's times where, you know, nobody's on the show on the same show in the same week and, and like we talked about this before they launched, before we knew it was gonna be like a roster split. You know, you could have, okay, you have your eight ongoing feuds and you could say, All right, I'm their next development's gonna be on Dynamite this week and Collision the next week and split it up that way. But do you think Collision runs the risk if this is what happens of kind of becoming what Rampage has become? It's just this missable show? I will be surprised if it doesn't i think yeah it's it's gonna become more admissible um yeah i'm i'm genuinely bummed out about this whole thing because i was enjoying collision punk was has been my favorite wrestler to watch for the past few years uh and for me just from like a fan standpoint that was the the big hook for that show is like punk's there you know he has influence on it you know what what's going to be different from that from dynamite and if that goes away and nobody else steps in with like a slightly different vision it's just going to be more like dynamite and that the one thing they had going for it because they didn't have the star power at overall it was just that it felt different it felt slower more you know there wasn't like people screaming at you all the time um but i imagine it's going to be it's going to be a two-hour rampage basically that's what it feels like to me yeah I, and I, I, as a complete aside speaking of that they, they need to figure out a way to fix these commentary teams i mean you've got Oh my God! It's like on one side of the coin you've got Excalibur who's just screaming at you at a million miles an hour for for two hours on Wednesday, and then you have I like Kevin Kelly and I like Nigel <laughs> McGuinness, but there were times tonight where it's like 
it felt like they didn't even know what was really going on. It's like there's got to be something in the middle. I think the good middle ground is Ian Riccoboni. I thought he was yep. really good when he filled in for Kevin Kelly, too. Yep. If I were Tony, I, I would just make that guy the voice of both of my shows. <laughs> because I, I think that's where you can make some changes every couple of years to make things feel fresh. Like, I'm sure Excalibur's a nice guy. I just can't listen to him screaming at me for two hours over it's been this way for four years now like (laughs) it gives me a headache it takes me out of the show and and i think you want to keep jr around just because you know at this point i i i find it comical listening to jr like complain about the product under his breath during (laughs) why is everything golden (laughs) while while he's on the show uh you know it's just i I like the grumpy old man shtick that he's got going i don't even think it's a shtick i don't even think he thinks it's just it's it's just him uh but i find that entertaining uh where he's like who's the legal man jesus we're not even tagging anymore are we huh (laughs) like he's just openly complaining um but Changing up some of the sound of the show, I think, could be refreshing because I noticed that on Wednesday, again, they're running down the all-out card, and all it is is Excalibur going, and John Moxley is going to take on Orange Cassidy, and if he wins tonight, Penta's going to take it on, and then we have the tag team match. And it's just like, oh, mm-hmm. my God. I feel like it's Don. I love Don West, but I feel like I'm getting yelled at by Don West again. Like, just turn the volume down a little bit. Give yourself a reason to look forward to going to the mailbox each week with a PW Torch newsletter paper copy subscription. Details at pwtorch.com slash paper copy. It's 12 pages every week packed with my TV reports along with exclusive features such as my cover story on the top story of the week, our pay-per-view roundtable reviews from the Torch staff, exclusive feature-length columns from Greg Parks, Rich Fan, Sean Radikin, Alan Cunahan, and Zach Hadorn, Torch Talk transcripts, the latest news, and more pwtorch.com slash paper copy. Take a break from screen time and settle in every week with a mega dose of wrestling news and analysis with a Pro Wrestling Torch newsletter paper copy edition in the year 2022. You can get a full year of home delivery for just $99. Or try us for an eight-week trial subscription. pwtorch.com slash paper copy. Yeah, when you yell everything in the same inflection, nothing stands out. Like, you could, you know, do that for a couple matches. and But, yeah, Excalibur doesn't have that. He just, he's just all yelling. Um, I think I read uh, Ian Rigabani was offered the Saturday show, but he didn't want to do it. He wanted to, like, spend time with his family, I think. But, yeah, he uh, I enjoyed Overrated. him. Yeah. <laughs> I, enjoy, <laughs> I enjoyed him more. He has, a good, he has a good energy. He's kind of a goofball. But yeah, I, I, to me, he's a pretty big upgrade over Kevin Kelly. And I don't dislike Kevin Kelly, but uh, I thought Riccoboni was more fun and he had better chemistry with Nigel. And uh, I think that's important for a Saturday night. Make it feel like a lively show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. This Team may does. be a controversial take, but you know who I think has been really good? <laughs> Brian Alvarez. Well, I mean, maybe, yeah. But I. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Wait no, not no. Who's the? Is he the backstage guy or is he the reporter? Um, is that yeah? Is that Where's the Marvez? Marvez. Oh, Marvez. Alex Marvez. <laughs> yeah, Brian Alvarez is from the the Wrestling Observer. Uh, <laughs> Those uh, names aren't even close. I don't know how. You, Alex yeah. Marvez. Um, no, I don't know. I forget what his name is now with Impact, but the guy who was Tom Hannafin in, on, in WWE. Oh, who's doing Impact now, I think it's actually been really, really good. 
I think he, I think he is Tom Hannafin. Oh, maybe he's I Tom Hannafin. He was Tom Phillips. Yeah, Tom that's Phillips. it. That's yeah, right. yeah. No, I, I like him. When yeah. I watch Impact, I'm like, wow, this guy's like, he's gotten better. Like, I think without somebody in his headset telling him what to say, uh, I, I think he's really good with Impact. I agree. I think, um, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind if someday he went to AEW and, and was in one of those shows. Uh, one last thing before we get out of here, because I did say we were going to keep it in an hour, because I have an early wake up call tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and this was kind of a show that was not scheduled, so we were going to keep it at 60 minutes, and we were at 61 minutes. But one last thing I want to touch on before we get out of here, and it's completely non-AEW related. Did you see any clips? I'm sure you didn't see the match, but did you see any clips of this uh, EC3 Tyrus match last week? Oh, God, no. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, do yourself a favor. <clears throat> and and sorry, I'm I'm losing my voice here, apparently. Uh, go on. And I'll send you a couple clips on Twitter of just what a – Athletic specimen Tyrus is. Oh, man. I, I feel EC3 was saying, like, this is going to be the best NWA match so far. Um, yeah, Tyrus was not good 12 years ago. No. And I imagine he's probably less mobile. But the, yeah. Yeah, would... not a lot of what I would call mobility or speed or movement really whatsoever oh i'm i'm morbidly curious to to check this out yeah and, and just all around great guy too i mean goes on oh. tv and says how he's gonna you know beat his kids uh yeah you know just seems like an all-around great guy on top of it but yeah really real. i mean it's his last match good <laughs> i ended up watching I've... the whole thing i tortured myself and watched oh, wow. the whole thing. um but yeah I, I was watching it i was actually at a friend of mine's house and we, we he had it on and we were watching it, and he was like, hey, did you see what he said on, on TV last week about, you know, what he said if his kids came home? I said, yeah, 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 I did. He was going to beat his kids or whatever. Yeah. I said, the good news is is they don't have to run real fast in order to get around <laughs> because pff, that dude cannot move at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, there was one word. I'll send you the clip. He hits the yeah. ropes, and it's like, I, I can't even call it hitting the ropes. He kind of, like, hit the ropes with his hand and then fell on ec3 i think it was supposed to be a dive oh boy was it bad and uh yeah send me this and um yeah it just makes me think less of billy corgan too so. i know that's the upsetting yeah. part because i i like billy corgan and I, i'm smashing pumpkins fan but like yeah really like you're putting your eggs in that guy's basket come on man. i know there's not a lot yeah. of people out there but no yeah he's yeah he doesn't have a lot of choices but almost there's a Whoever's on that roster, I bet most of them would be a better choice. And and is the rationale just he's on TV? Like, how many it's Fox News viewers at 10 p.m. or whatever show he's on are buying NWA pay-per-views? How much money did you make off the fact that he's on Fox News every night? Is he even on the main Fox News? I thought he was on their side web-only one. But I, actually, I don't even know if that's still going. But yeah, I think the show way. he's on is on TV now. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's probably much of a draw, but... I mean, I think he's on it every night, too, but how many of those people are going to buy an NWA pay-per-view? How many 66-year-old people that are watching Fox News at 10 <laughs> o'clock at night are going to go, oh, Tyrus is wrestling this weekend. I'm going to buy the pay-per-view and watch the show. Tyrus versus, yeah, what, 66 I'm going to go with, like, uh, conservatively, I'm going to go with zero. <laughs> I would, yeah, I was going to say, like, six, but... <laughs> Might be a better one. For some reason, there are like three million people that watch that channel. So yeah, maybe there were six. Maybe there were six people. I don't know. But yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, Any other 
AEW thoughts before we get ready to take off and get ready to watch All Out tomorrow? No, just a bummer of a day. I, understandable what they did, what, you know, getting rid of uh, Punk, but uh, yeah, it's just another black cloud over this company, and hopefully it's the last one for a while. Yes, hopefully. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed this show tonight and it enjoys All Out tomorrow. Uh, Andrew and I will be back in our regularly scheduled slot on Mondays to talk everything that happened at All Out. We'll do kind of like an All Out uh, reaction show on Monday. So enjoy the pay-per-view. Andrew and I will talk to you Monday. Bye. VIP sale alert. We're running a sale going into All In and All Out as we conclude the summer. And you can get $9 off any VIP subscription, which brings a one-month subscription down to just $0.99. Cents. Just go to pwtorch.com slash govip. Choose a traditional VIP membership, so don't do a Patreon membership because a coupon code does not work on Patreon. And you have a choice between three coupon codes. If you think MJF is going to come out of All In as a heel, use coupon code MJF. If you think Adam Cole is going to come out of the uh, All In event as a heel, choose coupon code COLE, C-O-L-E. But if you think they're going to remain friends coming out of All In, then use coupon code FRIENDS. So the choices are MJF, FRIENDS, or COLE. And when you enter that coupon code, it'll activate $9 off a one-month, three-month, or one-year subscription. Again, it's a grand total of $9 off, so it'll bring a a year subscription down to uh, $90 or a one-month sub down to $0.99. pwtorch.com slash govip. That will include our all-in post-event VIP exclusive roundtable on Sunday. It'll include the all-out post-event roundtable a week from this weekend. And you can also catch up on our VIP-exclusive SummerSlam Roundtable. Plus, you get all our free shows with the ads and plugs removed and a ton of other content. And that also includes my 40-minute Keller Conversation VIP-exclusive with Sean Waltman this week talking about Terry Funk, who he wrestled 10 years ago, by the way, at an indie show and uh, also uh, was uh, on shows with him early in his career and grew up a fan of his. So again, that's pwtorch.com slash govip. And then enter coupon code MJF if you think he's turning heel. Cole, if you think he's turning heel, or friends, if you think they stay friends. We invite you to email the show with feedback or questions or comments. That email address is wadekellerpodcast at pwtorch.com. That's wadekellerpodcast at pwtorch.com. Also, welcome your feedback on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at pwtorch and follow me at the Wade Keller. That's at pwtorch and at the Wade Keller. One way that you can help us sustain our schedule of putting out podcasts throughout the week is by giving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Just go to Apple Podcasts and look for our Wade Keller Processing Podcast and Wade Keller Processing Post Show and give us a five-star rating. We hope you think we've earned that score with our fast turnaround times and our quantity and quality of wrestling analysis throughout the week. So take a moment out for us and do us a favor and give us a five-star rating at Apple Podcasts. That helps us on search returns and helps us grow. And if you want, you can add a few comments about what you like about the programs in the comments section. Thank you so much. 
Are you a nostalgic wrestling fan? Do you want to hear about shows you haven't seen in 10, 20, maybe even 30 years? Well, I have the show for you. I'm PWTorch.com contributor Frank Pettiani, and since December of 2020, I've hosted Pro Wrestling Then and Now. Together with a rotating chair of co-hosts, we go back and review old shows from top to bottom, talk about where the wrestlers were at the time, and compare what's taking place now to what took place then. You can hear this, along with other shows, as part of your PWTorch. VIP membership with exclusive podcasts just for members compatible with the Apple Podcast app. Visit pwtorch.com slash go VIP for details and sign up for them. In 2012, NXT transitioned into the developmental system and ultimately the brand you see today. On the Torch VIP podcast, NXT 8 Years Back, we'll be taking a weekly look at this page in NXT's early history. Join Kelly Wells and me, Tom Stout, from PWT Talks NXT every Saturday as we go eight years back to the day to track NXT's rising talents and why they did or didn't work out, exclusively for PW Torch VIP members. Searching for more great pro wrestling talk? Then join me, Jason Powell, host of the free weekly Pro Wrestling Boom podcast. Each week, you'll hear the latest news and analysis from me and my team at ProWrestling.net, along with other pro wrestling media members. Plus, the Pro Wrestling Boom podcast features long-form interviews with notable names in the pro wrestling industry. Subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, and all your favorite secondary apps, or visit us directly at PWBoom.com. Once again, that's PWBoom.com. Need an extra dose of positivity in your wrestling podcast? Well, come join me, Alan Forel, over in the Pro Rest Paradise at Peter Torch VIP as we bask on the bright side of wrestling and focus on some of the great matches and shows from around the world, be it the US, Japan, Europe, or Mexico. There's always a place for wrestling's past in the paradise too, and we've done fun historical shows such as the We Love Liger series, celebrating the glorious career of Jushin Thunder Liger. And our I Was There When shows, where our guests will join me to talk about a classic bout that they were in attendance for. We love variety, and you can expect lots of it at the Pro Rest Paradise. Detailed PWF Torch VIP subscription information and a list of all the VIP benefits is available at pwtorchvipinfo.com. And yes, all VIP podcasts are compatible with popular podcast apps on iPhone and Android devices. Or you can stream them directly from our ad-free VIP mobile site. See you in the paradise. Now that we're in the thick of summer, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals to support sunny, active days. Or you might just be looking for a quick meal to heat up for all the big summer pro wrestling shows that you're going to settle in for and watch at home. Well, Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, and they can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track for reaching your goals. If you're too busy with summer plans to cook but want to make sure you're eating well with Factor, skip that extra trip to the grocery store, the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up, and save money compared to delivery. Plus, you don't have to wait around for it, and it's not greasy, fried stuff that's cold by the time you get it. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy and then get back outside to soak up the warm weather or settle in for a good meal while watching wrestling. You can stick to your wellness goals with premium ready-to-eat meals featuring high-quality ingredients. Treat yourself to 34-plus weekly restaurant-quality options like bruschetta shrimp risotto, green goddess chicken, 
and grilled steakhouse filet mignon ready in just two minutes. There are vegetarian, vegan, and protein plus options depending on your diet choices. They also feature lunch-to-go options, effortless, wholesome meals like grain bowls and salad toppers that are ready to eat when you're on the go, no microwave required. They also have calorie-smart meals with around or less than 500 calories per serving, but the nutrient density will give you the fuel you need to get through the day. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions, source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices, and feature sustainably sourced seafood in their meals. So this July, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door, ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. I am a customer. I love Factor meals. I enjoy picking the meals out from the selection each week and looking forward to trying some new things and having some of my Factor favorites. So head to Factor75.com slash Wade50 or use code Wade50 to get 50% off. That's code Wade50 at Factor75.com slash Wade50 to get 50% off. Longing for some nostalgia? Or maybe you want to learn some wrestling history? Don't miss the 90s Passcast every Friday on the PW Torch Daily Cast feed. Alex and Patrick will transport you 30 years into the past by taking you through the Torch issue from that very week. Follow news from the WWF and WCW and all the happenings from across the wrestling industry in real time as The Torch reported it 30 years ago. That's the 90s Passcast every Friday on the PW Torch Daily Cast feed. Thanks for downloading today's show. Take it to the next level with a VIP membership. Get shows like this, the Wake Keller Processing Podcast, Wake Keller Processing Post Show, and the PW Torch Daily Casts on our PW Torch VIP podcast feed with ads and plugs removed from the shows for a streamlined listening experience. And also hear the VIP exclusive shows that I host with Rich Fan and Todd Martin. Everything with Rich Fan and The Fix with Todd Martin's signature VIP series that you're missing out without a VIP membership. So go VIP here in 2022 and enjoy all the benefits all the bonus content, and the ad-free listening experience. pwtorch.com slash govip. It's a new year, so why not treat yourself to a PW Torch VIP membership and get these shows with the ads and plugs removed and a ton of VIP-exclusive audio shows such as the new Focus on AEW and Focus on WWE series that I record throughout the week. Dedicated to a focused look at WWE news and a focused look at AEW news, along with commentary, analysis, and Q&A with VIP member listeners. Plus our post-pay-per-view VIP exclusive roundtables and so much more. Plus over 35 years of archives of podcasts, radio shows, newsletters, articles. Check it out, pwtorch.com slash govip. Tells you all about membership. So why not make 2022 the year that you enjoy all the benefits that come with a PW Torch VIP membership? Every Sunday night, catch Wrestling Night in America on PWTorchDailyCast.com, hosted by me, PW Torch columnist Greg Parks. Each week, I'll welcome a co-host from the Torch family to discuss the big shows in pro wrestling, taking your calls and emails. You can listen live most weeks beginning at 8 p.m. Eastern. 
On Sunday nights with the WWE or Impact's pay-per-view, we go on the air at the conclusion of that pay-per-view. You can listen live, but of course the full show is available for download on demand anytime shortly after it airs. Visit PWTorchDailyCast.com and click the live stream link to find the next scheduled live show link. Search PW Torch in Apple Podcasts or your podcast app to subscribe. Wrestling Night in America every Sunday, PWTorchDailyCast.com. Give yourself a reason to look forward to going to the mailbox each week with a PW Torch newsletter paper copy subscription. Details at pwtorch.com slash paper copy. It's 12 pages every week packed with my TV reports along with exclusive features such as my cover story on the top story of the week, our pay-per-view roundtable reviews from the Torch staff, exclusive feature-length columns from Greg Parks, Rich Fan, Sean Radikin, Alan Cunahan, and Zach Hadorn, Torch Talk transcripts, the latest news, and more pwtorch.com slash paper copy. Take a break from screen time and settle in every week with a mega dose of wrestling news and analysis with a Pro Wrestling Torch newsletter paper copy edition in the year 2022. You can get a full year of home delivery for just $99. Or try us for an eight-week trial subscription. pwtorch.com slash paper copy.